Hi, welcome to Tech Tips with Keith. In this podcast, I plan to talk mostly about the Microsoft Power Platform, but occasionally I'll mention other technologies that I have developed with over the past 24 years, like React, Angular, SharePoint, may even get into some of the cloud technologies. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you and your family, all your loved ones, are staying safe. From time to time, I'm asked, how did you become a web developer? Did you go to school? Uh, Somewhat. I've taken some classes, but I don't have a degree in web development. or, Or I don't even have a degree in software engineering. I became a web developer by accident. Literally. Literally. can never pronounce that word. But anyways. October of 1999, I was working as an electronic technician for a small startup in South San Jose, California. It was the Halloween weekend. We had planned to have several friends over. We were going to carve pumpkins. We were going to decorate and even eat some candy. But I had to miss all that. I was flown to San Jose Hospital in San Jose, I ended up with a halo. I was out of work for several months, and the only thing I could do, I really couldn't do much. Only thing I could do was uh, read whatever I could get my hands on. So my wife connected me to the internet, and I found some tutorials on HTML and JavaScript. And I just read and read and read. And when I returned to work, I, I still had atrophy in my neck. I couldn't really move my neck that much. So I couldn't really drive, but I had to have my wife come pick, uh, drop me off and pick me up. And so I was on limited duty. And I mentioned to the owner, the founder of the company, what I had been learning while I was out of work. And I developed the company's very first website. Fast forward several years, I've left the company and I've left the startup and started working for the semiconductor manufacturer in San Jose, California. One of my very first projects was porting a Lotus Notes application to another platform. At the time, I knew nothing about Lotus Notes. I knew HTML and JavaScript, and that was about it. I knew nothing about a uh, full-fledged Lotus Notes application. Fortunately, I didn't need to. I just needed to go through the application, figure out what it did, reverse engineer it, and then decide what platform to go to. I decided on SharePoint 2010. The company had just adopted the SharePoint uh, platform, and that's why we were moving off Lotus Notes. I knew absolutely nothing about SharePoint 2010. So I researched the Microsoft websites. I learned everything I could. I learned that was when I started learning about workflows. I learned about the SharePoint designer. I learned about the share um, Nintex workflows 
and InfoPath forums. And the rest is history. Now we have ported that over to 26, SharePoint 2016. And we're getting ready to move it off of that onto another, a completely new platform. Not sure if it's going to be SharePoint Online because there have been some, um, let's say, limitations within SharePoint. Some things that may give me pause, uh, such as permissions on the item level. You pretty much have to break the chain of inheritance in a SharePoint list to get item level uh, permissions. And I won't go into all the details in this episode, but needless to say, to me, that's pretty much a hack. I don't like doing that. There's a lot that could go wrong. And so I'm looking into some other platforms. I think the Microsoft platform is fantastic. There are some other low-code, no-code platforms out there, such as AWS Honeycode. And as of the last two versions of ServiceNow, there are citizen developer features within ServiceNow. But to me, you cannot build an application faster and with the amount of robust features that comes with the Microsoft platform right out of the box. It's just, it's really amazing what Microsoft has done with this platform. Yeah, sure, there are a lot of um, things that leave you scratching your head. There are some things that I get frustrated with, but from the time, from when Microsoft Power Platform first came about to now is light years. I mean, it's it's dramatically improved and it's improving all the time and the user community is fantastic if you have an issue go to the user forums post your question and i would say 99 percent of the time you're going to receive an answer in a very short amount of time and i'm not talking about simple answers i'm talking about some detailed answers if your question requires that And there's a ton of resources on YouTube. There are some really smart individuals who are taking the time to make these videos to help you understand the platform. And a lot of them do not work for Microsoft. They love the platform as much as I do. Maybe even more. (laughs) They've got a lot more videos than I do. I haven't had a lot of time to build some videos, but I'm hoping this year to change that. I'll put out some more tutorials and some more blog posts and podcasts and so forth. I just released my very first 2022 video on YouTube about importing Excel data into Dataverse for Teams using Power Query. And I have several more videos were in the works that I'll release uh, as time goes on. I'm still working out the details on some of them. But Power Query for Teams is relatively new. We've always had in the full version of Dataverse, but now we're getting it in Dataverse for Teams as well. Thank you for your time. 
You can find Tech Tips with Keith on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Red Circle. Thank you. Have a great day.